Welcome to Switch Clicks Podcast, episode 84, recorded on May 17th, 2022. Tonight we'll be discussing if Nintendo should open more Nintendo stores. My name is Dakota, and today I'm joined by Tyler. Hello. And Nathan. Hello. Uh, recently, this topic just came to mind for me only because I was thinking about like what the future of Nintendo almost in real life is, because they are opening these, uh, uh, what are they called? Super, Super Nintendo Lands everywhere. Yeah. And I, I was just reminiscing last week, no, a few weeks ago on the Amiibo episode that I bought my first Amiibo at a uh, Nintendo NYC. So hmm. I was thinking, should Nintendo open any of these larger stores considering COVID and the retail space kind of dying? Okay, as someone who is not very business minded at all and really probably shouldn't be talking on this topic, I feel like right now because uh, COVID and stuff is impacting stores i feel um it's probably really cheap to open a store right now that's for sure (laughs) so if you can just open a bunch of stores i i highly doubt all stores will ever be gone they're still going to be a big popular thing Mm -hmm. so i feel right now is like the perfect time to build a store and then later down the line once everyone gets more comfortable with like going physically to places it's just gonna be a big I really feel like it's only pros at that point. <laughs> well, it's really just about the experience that you get at the store, really. For sure. I was about to make that point that the Nintendo store is not just like an Apple store, where it's the same thing at every store. Um, mind you, there's only one Nintendo store. Um, it, w- it was an experience the two times I've went. I think the first time I went, it was before the renovation, before they changed from uh, Nintendo, I think from Nintendo NYC to nintendo store new york something like that there was some type yeah. of change from with the branding um nintendo world store yes nintendo world to just nintendo nyc anyways yeah it, it's quite the experience because they have the the mini museum upstairs they have um also upstairs the entire amiibo collection i believe just the smash line they because mm. they pulled back on the advertising on that and also we've seen over the years multiple events happen at the nintendo store uh with fans and just watching nintendo directs yeah nintendo directs oh is that where like the the one banjo when banjo was announced for smash everyone in that one room surrounding the tv and they're all popping off yeah they have a projector set up there and uh Mm. they events with uh even the employees don't know what's going to happen because obviously they're in secret too mm-hmm. they're not high enough in the rankings so I, I feel like it's really cool unfortunately i don't think they're continuing that due to covid stupid covid but it would be cool to have one i was thinking at least in toronto maybe uh in uh, it might be too close to new york um, or in california actually, no one cares about canada so um yeah that's, true. <laughs> that's unfortunate i mean i mean we had we had uh, exclusive uh froyo flavors for splatoon i think i I know nin like uh pokemon centers are a lot are similar stores and they're i think quite a bit more abundant do you think uh obviously they wouldn't do this as the nintendo store is probably easier to build and you can kind of you don't have to fill the niche would you want to see more niche stores like a pokemon center where it's surrounding more just a centralized ip well, Pokemon at least makes sense. Like, it's substantial yeah. enough to stand on its own that having Pokemon stores all around would work. It's just... Um, I don't really see a Zelda store. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. 
<laughs> yeah. No, 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 that's not what I mean. I'm just saying, like, what what other, per- like, how unique would it really feel at this point when when Pokemon yeah. merchandise can be so easily, like, purchased online right now? Like, well, like yeah. how many people would actually really, go there? <laughs> like, it's not really much of an experience if you already have so much Pokemon to experiment, like, to experience. Like, mm. Yeah, yeah I, I said you, that and then immediately started thinking that um, if you were to set up like a Mario store, not nearly as many people are going to go there because it's not like I feel like more people are like, I need to get the latest Pokemon plushie for my collection rather than, oh sweet, there's another Rosalina out. <laughs> but, uh, gotta collect them all. I mean, that's, uh, what that's, I, that's what I say when a new Amiibo comes out. Oh sweet, a minion amiibo. <laughs> yeah, but amiibos do cover everything. I feel like a Mario star gets way too niche, so yeah. I guess that kind of makes sense. Maybe in the same direction that uh, each store they open could theme it around a different franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, like I don't know, New York uh, in the New York one could be you know Mario because of uh, what is it called, New Donk City, New York. <laughs> yeah. Um, what would be the maybe Donkey Kong in Canada for the ice level? Luigi and worse. <laughs> Luigi too. Luigi um, is Mario. <laughs> and then the Legend of Zelda could be somewhere uh, I don't know in Europe. <laughs> that would kind of make sense with the maybe in the UK in London. In a castle. royalty, exactly. Fantasy and yeah. Even Fire Emblem could be there too, like a dual themed. Um, and it could <laughs> I, probably make it a, a Fire Emblem store. That sounds <laughs> insane. Fire Emblem. <laughs> I'm yeah, thinking into the Fire Emblem store. You want anything? Think of Fire Emblem store. What do you want? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they could probably sell everything Nintendo, but it would still be like a themed area, kind of like a mini Nintendo Land. How they're working in yeah. Universal. The moment you say Fire Emblem store, though, like I think Gotcha and and like trading cards. <laughs> basically, <laughs> basically a hey. combination of Pokemon and a Gotcha. I don't know what else to say. Like it's just it, it does feel weird. Yeah. It's like, hey babe, I'm going to the Xenoblade store. Want me to pick anything up? <laughs> okay, okay. That's really <laughs> niche. We all know that 97 is the number that comes after 96 and before 98. But did you know there's a secret meaning behind it? It's also the number of people that aren't subscribed to this YouTube channel. Yeah, this is a subscribe plug. So please do it. Please. With the cherry on top. Now I did want to mention... um. A few years ago, there was a Nintendo store in Canada, um, oh. but it was more of a Nintendo kiosk. I believe it was called Nintendo kiosk um, uh, in the, let me check, Scarborough? Well, it's basically just the convention thing. Yeah, let me see. Yeah, in the Scarborough Center, there was one, uh, and I did, I think I did end up seeing it just at the end, just at the beginning of the Switch's life. Um, it was very tiny. It was basically the size of, you know, those, uh, those little kiosks in the middle of of the hallways Yeah, with the, with the phone cases (laughs) and they just had merch for Nintendo stuff. There was nothing really special. Um, one thing they did have was, uh, they basically split the kiosk into two and halfway through there's a wall and there's Mm -hmm. a pipe in the middle that you can just like crawl through. (laughs) Yeah, that's really neat. (laughs) It was kind of interesting, but no store is actually entirely underground. You have to enter a Mario pipe to go into the store. <laughs> you have to jump down one and then go up a ladder for the next one. <laughs> you actually just crouch on the top of it and you get sucked in. Yeah. <laughs> you do have to enter a pipe to get to uh, Super Nintendo World. That's true. 
You don't have to crouch or anything. It's the size of a human. <laughs> <laughs> what would your uh, like perfect Nintendo store be? Or is that already, uh, is that like the is the New York one already kind of what you would everything you'd want from a Nintendo store? Honestly, well, yeah. If we can just yeah. get one in Toronto, that I can go to the store and find yeah. and for events and find like-minded people. That would be so cool. I want I want to experience one of those events one day. Yeah, is same. Like a, are there like big statues? Because I know like Pokemon centers, you have like a big old Mewtwo statue and like his. Uh, I yes, believe they do. Yeah, on they the staircase the giant, in New okay. York. They have the giant amiibos, basically. That's what they look like. Yeah, there's. I believe there's a giant Mario amiibo on the second floor at New York, and cool. in the staircase going up to the second floor in New York, there is a, I believe, a Donkey Kong on a, a flight pole. Oh yes, yeah. Oh. There's, yep. So, and those are massive. Like the Bowser amiibo was huge. It's like it's mm-hmm. it's almost life size. It's probably five six feet tall. Yeah, it's pretty insane. <laughs> It's a little short for Bowser, I think, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, Mario looks like he's he, like, he maybe died. four or five feet. <laughs> yeah. But, but Matt had said he was like 6'10". Or, say, whoa, <laughs> that's way too tall. He said he was like 6'10", Mario! I do remember him being that like really big. Like just... um, also, one of the cooler memories is when, what was his name? C? Uh, during the opening the first day that the uh the switch was out the release who was the first guy his name is like c something right uh i don't uh, remember but like cn feels... i don't know his name was uh, blowing up all over youtube yeah he's kind of irrelevant now unfortunately but uh here we go first nintendo switch owner new york alex cnd Ah. Yeah, so he was the first one and obviously made a big deal about I think he showed up to the Nintendo store a month before release. <laughs> and then like he got like what he got a picture with Reggie. Yep, because he was the first guy to get a yeah. Switch at the time. Um I believe Etika was showing up a few times and also like the Nintendo community kind of just showed up to New York. Mm-hmm. And that was that was really cool. There's also another like think about if they were to launch another device at these separate stores, would they have what special people would go to each store? Like Reggie went to the New York one, and this time I don't know Bowser would go to the New York one. Who would go to the other ones to make those other ones feel special? True, it's the problem. The problem like the is intern. Though, yeah, exactly. Prob- <laughs> yeah, the problem is though, like outside of Nintendo of America, like the other departments aren't as substantial, and there's no like key figures to them. Mm. Yeah, at least the ones that public like come out publicly to speak. <laughs> like, is there, Nintendo there isn't like a, there isn't like a Doug Bowser of Nintendo Europe or whatever. No, there's no kid in Krista either. <laughs> Not anymore. I mean, that could be an advantage that Nintendo could take to influencers, and they invite influencers to the event for like meet and greets. That's true. That would yeah. be a little weird. One guy meets Reggie, and then you go to another store, and you're meeting like, um, I have. Well, I, have no I mean, like... <laughs> D- Nintendo brand ambassadors do get quite a lot of official recognition, so yeah, it's it's still a treat to go meet them. Well, besides, mm-hmm. well, I mean, that's not talking off of uh, some bias here, but yeah, it's 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 a it's a it's a real treat. Based on a business side, where do you think these Nintendo stores could go if they started making like a few of them? Obviously, we want one in Toronto. Yeah. Um, I guess if they have enough, 
and they run them well if we if they do like a theming per different thing so you kind of feel like you have to go to them all for a different experience like they'd probably sell the same thing but a different experience per nintendo store i think they do well but not amazingly it's not like you're gonna daily want to head over to head over to the nintendo store but <laughs> i mean one yeah. could definitely be in london yeah maybe uh, they might put another one in the u.s well, like well, in california <laughs> somewhere in california there's definitely one in japan right yes it just opened well it opened like during covid oh, I forgot oh okay. about that one. and i mean nintendo products are vastly available in japan so yeah you don't so, need a story like that so japan already has one uh probably one I in guess. australia if i had to guess maybe in australia depending on how much of a demand there is there well, I guess one in every major continent would make sense. Basically, yeah. one in, yeah. Maybe Korea, I guess. Because they maybe. also substantially have a player base there. Yeah, I guess it would probably depend on each uh, department, country department yeah, in Nintendo. Basically. And what would the themes be? In Korea, we could do a Kirby one. In London, we already, <laughs> we already did a Zelda and Fire Emblem. I think London should have Xenoblade because they're all British in that game. Oh, that's that's true. true. That's very Any true. Any fancy game can go there. <laughs> yeah. They don't exist, it's true. London does not exist. Exactly. I mean, Canadians <laughs> don't exist either. <laughs> yeah, Canadians don't really exist. We're a figment of the viewer's imagination. If you don't subscribe to this channel, we actually cease to exist. It's incredibly painful every time it doesn't happen. Or... <laughs> what? Does that also apply to commenting on this video and giving us likes? Um, Similar. <laughs> Maybe not as... Uh, powerful of a harmful feeling, but it does hurt a little bit every time. Well, I think it hurts a little more if they don't join our Discord or Twitter. It is true. I think once we hit 200 subscribers, the pain might go away, but I'm not sure about that. Well, I mean, there's also Spotify and iTunes to look after. <laughs> I love the segue. <laughs> yeah, I think I think once once you check all those boxes, then we can like continue living. So I feel like if you don't do that, it might be considered murder. Oh, well, I mean, I think that's an understatement, to be honest. And if you do all of the above, we'll see you next time on the Switch Clicks Podcast.